Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Free Black Woman. My name is Alicia Renice, and I am your host. I'm so happy that you're here. Thanks for joining me today. If you haven't checked out the last episode, please do. We talk about rest and why it's so important. And so today I actually want to talk about something that kind of goes along with rest, and it's about margins. So usually when we're talking about margins, if you work in like finance or anything like that, or budgeting, you're talking about margins to cut back on spending so that you have more money maybe to put towards savings or to put towards debt. So say like your bills, um, say your bills add up to $100. I mean, just for sake of example and round numbers. So say your bills add up to $100. If you're only making $100, then you don't really have any margin. And so the goal would be to cut back on spending in any way that you can so that you have more margin to save money and more margin to pay down on debt if you have it. And so that's just like a really oversimplified, you know, version of that. Um, but really, I'm not a finance person. I'm here to talk about your wealth, your wealth and your well-being. So your wealth, meaning your well-being. And so overall, like financial, spiritual, emotional, all that stuff. So I was talking with one of my friends the other day and we were talking about margin and how a, a lot of people, especially black women, tend to overpack their schedule, over um, overcommit to things. Because we want to be like, oh, you know, I'm superwoman, I can do it all. Or we feel obligated to be responsible for everything. Like if anything goes well, we have to do it. It has to be up to us. And so what happens is, you know, we're only given a a little bit of time, a little bit of energy. It's very limited, right? But we pack ourselves to the brim, to the to the end, to the edges with responsibilities and with to-do lists and all this other stuff. And so we wonder why we're exhausted at the end of the day. But then we also wonder why we don't have time for the important things, you know? You know, um, us being on this earth is not just to be busy. It's not just to, you know, get things done and do things for people. And, you know, we're not going to win an award at the end of our lives. We're like, oh, my God, look how awesome this person was. You know, what's really sobering is like you have your funeral where they do list your accomplishments and all your accolades and stuff. And then after that, people move on. People move on. Like, what you do for people will last absolutely like the kindness from your heart, but you have to be available to them to do it. That's what's going to last. That's what's going to carry your legacy. These accolades and these, you know, awards and all this stuff that doesn't matter is really just exhausting ourselves. Um, I can go into that deeper um, for sure. I probably will. But um, I really think that the things that really make a difference, the impact that we really make on on the world really comes from the impacts we make on people. And so they carry our legacy, they carry our kindness, they carry our um, missions with them for the rest of their lives. You know, you look at your kids, I don't have children, but that's the only thing, those are the only people that are really going to carry you with them for the rest of their lives. How you, Im- how you impact them makes a world of a difference. And what's really sad is that we've normalized being of use outside of our homes, being of use outside of our family and our friends and our close, you know, relationships. And being more and giving more time to these businesses or these, you know, accolades or whatever, whatever thing you're really chasing. And the people who really matter are at home or in your community waiting for you to just show up and be yourself. And they accept you if you never had a degree. It's so crazy because my friends were my friends. um, We're really close. We all went to high school together or middle school. And so we all hang out together. And, you know, by the world's meet, by the world's standards, we're not really accomplished. You know, we don't have PhDs. We don't, you know, own like these super million dollar businesses, billion dollar businesses, whatever, you know, but those are my people. And I'm so glad that they made space and time for me. And I feel like 
we love each other no matter what accomplishment accomplishments we make or don't make you know what i mean like their worth to us is not based on what degrees you have you know what i'm saying the worth is given because they give worth to us we give worth to each other we give space to each other love to each other and none of that has to do with anything that a, a school can give us anything a job can give us it's really just about seeing the worth in our friends and really holding space for them and what's important i think is what's very true about our circle of friends is that we make time and space for each other if we were always busy all the time we wouldn't have the time and space to give to each other that our relationship needs to build that bond at this point so i'm 30 so our friendships have last i have one friend um his my friendship with him has lasted 16 years. That's crazy. 16 years. And it's not about what I can do because, again, we were friends in middle school. It's not about what I could do for him. It's not about, like, you know, what degrees I held or whatever. No, it's about the love and the care that we shared with one another. In the same way, we have to remember that our value is not given, um, is not given from accolades or degrees or any of that stuff, Right. Our value is inherently given. Because you exist, you're valuable. Because you exist, you're worthy. And when we come from a place like that, we can give love to other people that way too. We're no longer like, oh, you know, there's this this thought that's like, oh, well, if you want to level up, you got to change your circle of friends. I mean, sure, if you want to be poured into and mentored and all this other stuff. But if you really just want to love on your friends and they're just good people, that's okay too. You don't have to get anything from that relationship um, uh, professionally or anything like that. You can just be in a relationship where you feel loved and appreciated and, and valued for just being yourself. So I'm saying all that to say that we're placing our energy in the wrong things. We are living at the margins of our lives. We're packing our stuff with like, how many programs can I take? How many degrees can I take? How many you know, accolades and like awards and all this other stuff, right? So we don't have time for the relationships. We don't have time for ourselves. We don't have time to rest. And that's why we feel like, well, I don't have the time to rest. Says who? Says who? You say, right? And who says that everything that you're doing on that list is important? It might feel important. It might feel like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. And you're holding on so tightly. But in reality, do you really have to do all that stuff? If we're, you know, it's like that, that analogy of like the parent who works all day and all night trying to provide a life for their kids. And I get it. Like some people struggle and I understand, but I'm talking about the people who like, no, I need to accumulate all this, all this value and all this worth and all this money so that my kids can live good. Your kids don't care how much money you have. They don't care. They don't even know. They don't even understand the concept of money until you tell them, right? What they care about is you being there. What they care about is your love, your kindness. You know what I'm saying? Good friends don't care how much money you have. You know what I'm saying? Like there have been times when me and my friends have hung out. We've been dead broke, right? But we will, let's, oh, let's all pitch in for some pizza and let's just hang out at my house. That's it. Like it's not, it's not that deep. It's not that, um, it's not that, uh, serious or involved. It's just creating space and time for the people that you love. And I feel like above all else, right? Your relationship with God, absolutely. But above all else, your relationship with people is what matters most. And if you're not available for those relationships because you're too busy, maybe you need to reevaluate why you're busy. And maybe you need to reevaluate if all of that is needed and necessary. Because if the stuff that you think is necessary is keeping you from living your life, even if it's keeping you from living your life and spending time with yourself, not with anybody else, 
But we talked about resting. If you feel like you don't have enough time to rest, it's time to reevaluate your schedule. So my whole point is much like a budget. When you want to give yourself more margin, you want to cut down your spending. You want to cut down, you know, your subscriptions. You want to cut down um, the expensive stuff that you're paying so that you have more margin in your financial budget. You also need to have more margin in your emotional, relational, spiritual, you know, health, all that, that margin too. That matters too. That matters more than the finances. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to go work, you know, 80 hours a week, but you're tired and exhausted. How long do you think you're going to be able to keep that up before you pass out, before you die? Like, what is the point of accumulating all this money and you can't spend no time with your family because you, because you had a heart attack, because you're doing too much. What is the point? What will that money matter? Your kids will be, sure, well off financially, but they'll be broken because you're not here with them. That's what matters. Your friends are going to be brokenhearted because you're not there with them. And I really feel like in order to be of use to people, like I really feel like when God put us here to be of use to people and we can't be of use to people if we're too busy being busy. If we're too busy putting the, the time and the effort and things that don't really matter at the end of the day, you can't take that money with you. But you know what you can do? Make an everlasting impact on the people closest to you, on community, on friends, on family, on children, on parents, on aunties and uncles and grandmothers. Like, that's what really matters. That's the stuff that really matters. Last year, me and my husband, um, we bought an RV and we traveled the country and we did, we were not rich. We were not wealthy by any standard, right? But those memories that we have, that taking our time and resting will stick with us forever. It was hard coming back to the DMV area where everybody's like, rush, 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 gotta grind, gotta grind, gotta hustle. When we had just left, you know, the forest in Colorado where we just sat there and just chilled all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we were working, but we really took time to actually see the wonders that God made. And if we were too busy working all the time, we wouldn't have seen nothing. It would have been pointless. We would have had no memories, no pictures, no fun, you know? And now that we're back in the DMV, I'm still trying to take that idea with me. I'm not trying to be booked out and busy. I don't. I don't want to hustle. I don't want to grind. That doesn't work for me. That doesn't, that's not important in my life. And I don't think that's a life that God wants me to live, nor do I think it's a life that God wants you to live. We've bought so heavily into this grind culture, this hustle culture, and it's not doing nothing but killing us. Like I said, our ancestors hustled all day, all night. They lived in constant fear, constant anxiety, constant stress. They died early. They had hypertension. They passed on illnesses to us. They had mental illnesses they weren't able to address. You know what I'm saying? Like, And we, as a culture, as a privileged people at this point, can compare to our ancestors, not just you know now. But compared to our ancestors, we willingly opt in to that hard life. Why? I don't know. I'm just questioning everything. And I hope that you are too. And I hope that you're going to give yourself more margin. So what can you do? Like, look at your schedule. Really look and see, do I need to do this thing? Now, do I want to? Not are people asking me to? Are people going to be let down? Because if I say no, blah, blah, blah. No. Do I need to do this thing? You know, you need to eat. You need to rest. You need to sleep. You need community. You need all those things, but you don't need to do stuff just for accolades or claps. That's not a life worth living. And I know it's not easy. I'm not going to pretend that it is. I'm not going to pretend that everybody's going to be happy. 
I'm not going to pretend that you're going to be happy. You're probably going to feel restless in the beginning. It's like, I could be working. I could be working. It's like when you go on vacation and you're like, dang, should I just be sitting here? I could be getting so much done right now. And it's like, yes, you can be, but you can't just be resting. You can't just be still, you know? And if you can't be still, you need to really look into why you cannot be still. Why is that so hard for you? Why is that so difficult? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, like, again, it's not going to be easy. But really, I really want you to write down everything that you're doing in your life, everything that you feel like is draining you, that you feel anxiety about, um, that you feel tired after doing, that you feel like, I got it, I'm obligated to do this. I don't really want to do it, but I'm obligated. And I understand that all obligations aren't necessarily things you can just cut off your list, right? Like, you can't just cut off, like, oh, I don't want to take care of my kids no more. Okay, no, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, do you have to take that extra meeting? If nobody else volunteers, why did you volunteer when you know you didn't have time to? And this is crazy because... We agree to stuff, right? And then be mad when we have to do it. It's like, why did I agree? Why did I agree to do that? And then be, you know, mad at the people who asked us to do it, like they're asking us for too much. No, set your boundaries. Say, actually, I don't have the capacity to do that right now, but what I can do for you is this, or I can recommend this person, or maybe you should try this thing, right? You can always substitute that with something. And coming from a people pleaser, trust me, I understand. It is hard. It's difficult to tell people no. You know, you don't want to be judged. You don't want people to feel bad. It's like, no, but I don't want you to think I don't care. But what I do want to do is show up 100%. And if I cannot show up 100%, then I'm not going to agree to it. Because I want to give you the best of me. I want to give you higher quality things. I want to be there 100%. And if I can't be there 100%, or even like 75%, then no, I'm not going to half behind this. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to half do it. I'm going to show up authentically 100%. And so I feel like people would appreciate that more. And even though that it's hard at the beginning, they'll start to respect your boundaries, right? Because I want to have margin. The thing is, if we don't have any margin in our lives, when people ask us to do things, it's going to feel overwhelming because it is, because we're doing too much beforehand before we agree to this thing, right? But if we have more margin, if something goes wrong, we're not broken, we're not upset, we're not cussing people out, we're not like, you know, super, super frustrated, you know what I'm saying? Like, if something goes wrong when we have margin, it's like, okay, whatever, like, we'll figure it out, you know, it's not that big of a deal. It's much like when you're in a schedule, right, when you're in a bind, when you're rushing down the down the highway, if you only have five minutes to get to your job, if you, if you blow a tire, that's the end of the world, right? It seems like, oh my God, everything's working against me, ah, but if you had an hour padded to get to work, not, not that I suggest you do that, but if you have an hour or 30 minutes padded to get to work, a blown tire is not going to seem like the end of the world. It's like, oh, I got time. It's fine. You know, it's not that big. It'll be a frustration for sure, but it won't be like life altering, you know? And I feel like that's what we should strive for. I don't think that God ever intended us to be so busy and to pack our schedules so much that we don't have time for nothing, that we don't have time for the people that need us. You know why? I, I don't ever want to feel like if my friend calls me crying, I'm like, oh, here we go again. You're ruining my schedule. Da, da, da. No. When my friend calls me crying, I want to be able to put down what I'm doing because I have enough margin. I have enough time. That means not procrastinating, not waiting to last minute, right? To help them and take care of them and guide them through something, to be there for them, to do what really matters. But if I'm always waiting to the last minute, if I'm always pushing the envelope and trying to see like, oh, what else can I do today, Right then everything that comes along is going to seem like an emergency. It's going to seem like a tragedy when really it should be a blessing for me to be there for other people. So I'm hoping that that makes sense. Again, write down all the things you're doing, all the things that's taking away from your energy, right? 
from the from the limited energy you're given every day. We don't have an infinite amount of energy. Um, so I'm all about trying to make life as simple as possible so that I don't have to ex- like expel a whole bunch of energy on stuff that don't matter. So what's taking your energy, right? What's taking your like vitality and your enthusiasm, right? Write all that stuff down and then really do an audit and say, hey, is this really serving me? Is this really helping me? Is this really adding anything to anything? You know, working overtime, for example, for some folk, it benefits them. But in reality, working overtime, I realize it's not beneficial to me. Like, Uncle Sam going to take that money anyway. You know what I'm saying? And so we're thinking like, oh, I'm going to make all this money working overtime. But really, all it is, is just giving you exhausted, exhausted um, energy. But then also, you can't you don't even have any time to spend that money that you're earning because you're at work. It's like, what's the point? What is the point? Um, but yes, I really implore you. I, I really ask you to do this, like really write down all the things and then really pray, really be honest. Is this really helping me? Or is this an obligation that I said okay to, you know, willy nilly because I felt like I had to, you know, do I have room to just sit there and do nothing? Can I do that for a day? If you don't, if you can't do that for a day, do nothing with no plans, no schedule, no nothing. Then that means that your, your schedule is overpacked. You have no margin. And so I want you to have margins. And so this for me looks like only writing down three things to do that day and then not being mad. I'm like, well, should I be doing more because I already got the three? No, no, no. Something will always come up. Something will always happen. You will never be at a loss for things happening, especially if you're in community with people. You'll always have an opportunity to do something to help other people. And I really feel like we have to make do the work to make ourselves available for life. What is this? What is the point of living this life if you don't have any time and again that time doesn't have to be spent doing something productive it can really just be sitting outside on your porch drinking lemonade and that's okay because god gave us a life to enjoy not to work ourselves to death so anyway i digress yes make that list do the work of giving yourself more margin i promise you it's important i promise you you're worth it i promise you it'll feel so much better you'll be able to breathe like take a deep breath And feel how good that feels, right? That's how it's going to feel when you give yourself more margin in your schedule, in your day, in your week, in your month, in your year. You know, stop trying to be superwoman. You're not. You're not. You are given a finite amount of energy and time. And use it wisely. Use it. Take it as a gift. Okay? So until next episode, you guys, I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.